0: here what's good everybody it's your boy sonic aside welcome to another episode of how to be human um this episode actually was recorded last week um my boy um rude stopped by Trenton rapper um, producer artist designer model um you know he wears a bunch of different hats so um we chopped it up for some time probably gonna drop this in two parts so this will be part one um, he just dropped a collaborative EP with another Jersey rapper, Hans, um, called Vino. That's out now. Um, you know, we, in the interview, we're talking about it coming out, but it's out now. The description going to be, you know, wherever you're listening to this at. So make sure you support his project. Um, make sure you follow him. You know, show him some support. He's putting out really good work. And, um, and yeah, man, I just want to thank him first and foremost for stopping by, being our first guest. Um, and, yeah, man, I ain't going to, I ain't going to, um, Hold niggas up too much, man. We're going to get right into the shits. Um, Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for the support, as always. And yeah, man, we're going to get right into the shits, man. Episode four, I believe this is. And we're going to call this uh, Rude Awakening. I like that title. So yeah, we're going to get right into it.
1: Free my people, that's my focus. They profit off our struggle, styling slang. We still slaves, they just gave us better chains. Past the collection, play for change. Chasing pussy, gon' get you chopped. Make sure they set you up for change. Let them cost a thing. 30 pieces of silver, turn your brother against you. Youngest be falling victim to a sacrilegious system, cause knowledge itself was missing. Get pinned by politicians, police, and private prisons. Pardon me for the preaching, this ain't what Martin envisioned. The feds did a sweep and shot Fred in the sleep. When you speaking too much truth, they want you dead, cause you're not meek. Block for me, black man, we can't let the cycle repeat. <laughs> It's, uh, four songs, and, um, it's, like, very four powerful songs. We wanted to make something, like, uh, related to black blaxploitation, because exploitation is dope as fuck. Like, not a lot of people touch on that anymore. Like, you think about the Mac, um, Shaft. I think
0: we just gonna do audio, too. Okay. Just to like make that shit
1: all extra. Yeah, the Mac, Shaft, um... Foxy Cleopatra. Is that Foxy Cleopatra? No, I think that's yeah. the one from uh, the Austin Powers movie. Oh, yeah. You know saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin yeah, Powers movie. Based off of... Foxy Brown yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, we wanted to play on that. And we wanted to make something that, you know, touched touched our people in a different way because we can always make some cool shit to talk about bitches and hoes and stuff like that, but...
0: I mean, I remember you played me the project back in the summertime. I think it was, like, August. So I remember certain things from the project, but it's been a minute since I, you know, since I sat with you with that. Um, But I think to be more specific, like, shit, I remember you, you y'all, y'all talking about on the project, it was more like, it was more like you was having, like, a message for, like, for young niggas, like, like, giving them game type shit. 100%, my
1: nigga. And, like, and, like, and
0: like 100%. interweaving that with, like, you know, you, you be touching on, like, racial issues and shit like that as well. I, I, that's something I hear you, like, every so often in your music. You throw a line in about, like, shit like that. So, like, just to be more specific, like, Was was it inspired by, like, certain things in the political climate, like this project and some of your bars? Um, well, yeah, being black, I'm come clean. Like, it always, like,
1: you know, just rapping from a black man's perspective, you always got to throw in those, hey, you know, the world hates us bars. I'm not going to lie, because that's really the truth. Like... No matter what we do, we could do the flyest shit in the world, son. We could we could legit do the flyest shit ever, and then somebody's still gonna find a way to hate on the nigga. Right. Cool. I wanted to I wanted to touch on those bars, but not make it seem like a black on black thing, like niggas hate niggas thing. I wanted to make it very clear who the enemy was. Right.
0: <laughs> what I like about the, the way you do it is like it don't come off like cheesy. It don't come off like you trying to like, to like be like, you know, that, that soul brother rapper, right. but like you dropped it in there with like fly shit. Like, so you'll go from like, drop having a barb like that, then putting it to like some regular nigga shit. Like, then, my bad, I'm hot. Nah, it's cool. No, no, I get, I get where you're coming from. I get what you're trying to say. Cause, but you mix like you 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 mix like consciousness with like fly shit like the <laughs> way I do it is like like I rap I I feel as
1: though like I, I put those the bars together like that because just off how I grew up like I grew up in a in a wild environment but I wasn't one of them niggas wilding all the time and no shit like that you know I just seen shit right. and I you know acted accordingly to tour, uh, towards situations and shit, so I never wanted to come off like, yo, I'm some street-ass nigga when I'm rapping. I wanted to come off a perspective that's true to me, like, that when my homies listen to it, they, like, facts, nigga, that's, that's real, that's real life. Like, the cool shit mixed in with the, the bars about real life shit that we go through
0: on the regular. Right. Do you feel like that separates you from, like, other artists and shit like that, like, or that, like, helps you stand out from, like, other niggas that's more either trying to pretend to be something that they're not or that's just doing like, you know, street rap or, you know, they may be real street niggas than the other niggas that might be like, you know, more like you that, you know, is from the streets, but you, you know, not trying to portray something you're not, but them niggas might be trying to portray something that they're not, or them niggas might be not from the streets at all. You feel me? And, and trying to portray right. something, they definitely not. I feel like it's just more easier, like in the, in these in these times to 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 do music like that. Like whether you really a street nigga or not, because of the internet, like it's like you could go viral and nobody really know your history or what you done did in the streets. If if you like if the shit sound catchy, niggas don't even got to see your face like know anything. Like if you make a catchy. Competitive song or something that sound like everything else you could get on that way so niggas authenticity don't really matter as much like in these days as it might have mattered like back in the days and shit so like do you do you feel like that separates you because even with that being the case like you still being yourself pretty much like or do you feel any pressure to? do other shit or even maybe experiment with different sounds and shit like that because of that, like...
1: Um, I could say, like, there was a time where I did feel as though I had to, like, adapt and do what everybody else was, like, do uh, something like what everybody else was doing just to, like, fit in. This was, like, during the beginning of COVID, and then I just had to realize, like, that's not the route I want to take at all, like, because... I don't feel it like, and if I don't feel if, if I don't feel the music I'm making, I'm not doing it. Like I'm not one of them niggas that want to do it to make like a million some dollars or some shit. Like I do it because I love it, you know. Like because I feel as though because I love it, the money's gonna come, and I feel as though like there there isn't any pressure, like at all because the only nigga I'm competing with on the regular is myself. Like competing with making a better project than my last project, making like, a more thought-provoking verse than the last uh, thought-provoking verse I made. It's never, uh, out out trying to outdo the next nigga that doesn't even know themselves. Like, because most of these niggas, they're just making songs sounding like somebody that's already famous. You're not even trying to take, uh, original route at all. You're not trying to pave a road for yourself. So... Nah, it's like I used to I used to be a little worried, but now I just look at it like I'm paving my own road, my nigga. Like you can't I can't be worried about anything else if I'm paving my road, nigga. Like I know what I wanna do, I know how I wanna do it. I don't expect to be the biggest nigga in the world. I expect to be noticed for my talent, of course, because I'm talented, but am I out here just reaching for everybody to pay attention? No. I think like everybody's gonna get it all at the
0: right time. Right. So what do you feel like because it sounds like you got your own, like, your own goals that you're aiming for. Like, like you said, you're not trying to be the most popular nigga and shit like that. So, for you, like, what are you aiming for? Like, I know you do a bunch of different things, like, like myself, like other artists. I feel like nowadays, well, the future of, like, where this shit is going, where everything is going, it's like, everybody going to be, like, some type of hybrid. Like, niggas ain't going to just do one thing. Like, niggas ain't going to just rap. Niggas ain't going just produce niggas ain't Real. gonna just design, you feel me? Like Real. yourself, you you rap, you produce, you model, you uh you design, you got your own uh your own brand that's uh that's about to start taking off. So like how what wh- what's your goal with everything? Like how you gonna make everything come together and you know like you said, you not you not looking to be the biggest artist, but what are you looking to do with this shit?
1: Um to me, uh, I'm just trying to make things that I like make things that you know make fifteen year old me happy as fuck. Like you know, fifteen year old me, I was super big into like streetwear. I was super big into music. Huh? I got away. Yeah, I was super big and um, I was super big in the streetwear. I was super big into music and all this shit. You know, so I just wanted. Around that time of life, I ain't even, I wasn't no rapper. I just wanted to make clothes and shit. I just wanted to do what I consider cool shit. So now as an adult, I want to make a living off doing that, like, you know, that said cool shit. Whether it be the music, because I feel as though people are going to pay attention to the music. Whether it be my brand, whether it be modeling. I have other ideas, you know, I plan on directing my own videos. Um... I plan on... I do my own A&R shit as far as, like, making my own projects. You know, I executive produce my projects. Uh, I do have my hand in producing. I'm not, like, a fucking master on Ableton or nothing like that, but I do have my hand in producing. Um, I would love to help produce one of my friend's projects. I would love to just do... Uh, give, give ideas for any of, like, my friend's brands. I just want to like, help my community, help the the community of genuine people that want to do what they consider cool things, I may not even agree with it all the time, but if I could help that vision, you know, come to life in any type of way, of course, and I definitely want to help the fucking children in Trenton, New Jersey, I want to do way more for the children in Trenton, New Jersey, I want to have, like, workshop programs where they can come through and we could design, we could teach them how to design shirts, you know, I want to have uh, programs, just after school programs where they can come and create or come and uh, play sports like we used to have back when I was growing up. Like just programs like The Scoop, uh, niggas going to like West Ward or the Boys and Girls Club out South Trent, and just all of these spots that kids just had, you know, where they had outlets to do other things besides just being in the streets all the time and shit. I want to just do, do more at this point and it's not about me it's about the community because where we're from everybody wants to be him right and that's like a, a big overrated thing to me like you know none of these no disrespect to any of these gentlemen like none of these gentlemen really do anything exciting they don't do anything like worthwhile but they want to get bigged up And then the dudes that are actually putting in the real work, they don't really, they don't really, you know, act like big dogs or anything. They just act like regular human beings. It needs to be more, people need to be more humble where we're from,
0: definitely. Right. So speaking about community, um, there's a few questions I got about community, but going off of what you just said, like people being more humble, like, I know, like, as an artist myself and a rapper, like, it definitely is easy to get caught up in, like, weird shit or, like, start feeling yourself too much or start ego tripping and shit like that or just to encounter, like, other motherfuckers' egos, like, when dealing with other, you know, entities and shit like that. So, like, how do you maneuver that? Like, how do you, like, especially, you know, obviously, like, a lot of of this shit is, like, networking and... Meeting new people, you know, reaching out and shit like that. How do you, how do you know how to navigate like this industry type of shit? Like,
1: well, let's see. It's been like I've been doing this for like six years now. So, see, like in the beginning, I was way more hot headed, and I would just always speak my mind and just be impulsive. But now at this point, I just learn. To not take anything personal and show grace, and I don't really like let too like let people know too much outside of like my inner circle, which I consider the family like you can't I don't let nobody outside of the family know what I'm really thinking because I've been in situations where I let like the wrong people in, and you know. I I'd seen how that played out and I didn't like it and I couldn't I realize after a while I can't be I can't couldn't blame these people because like I was informing them on things that how I felt about certain things so this is how it came about so I just figured if I just keep things keep things inside in the house and not have to like you know not tell everybody how I'm feeling and just keep things on a professional level it's easy to maneuver because everybody's going to smile in your face and want you to be comfortable around them and shit. want you to open up to them just so you can slip up a little bit. Next thing you know, there's a whole rumor going around, and I, I'm
0: too old for all of that. Right. Yeah, I think a lot of that shit <clears throat> just come with experience and maturity and shit like that. Like, going through that shit a few times and, yeah, like, seeing, like, people's traits and just seeing things that, like, are happening over and over and just figuring figuring out, like get what do you, I gotta change to not even put myself in these positions but um. Yeah, bro. But I think like in your in your situation it seemed like you got a solid team of people around you like you said like you know you got your inner circle to where like a lot of shit stay in house and shit like that I think even as an artist that's like um, that's something that really like shines in your work is uh, is your team um, you know, I know uh, Talil do a lot of your production. Um, I know you guys have the group uh, Abdul English. So talk mm-hmm. talk about that. Like, how did that start? I know, like, when I listen to your music, you guys definitely got, like, a signature sound. And that's something I think, like, a lot yeah. of artists have missed. Thank is miss- you. No, <laughs> <you. laughs> nah, no doubt. I think that's something a lot of artists is, like, missing these days is, like, having their own signature sound. Um, if you think about any like not any but most of the great you know artists that came through like they, they came through with a producer it was like it wasn't just them they they had somebody that did their whole you know debut album maybe their first couple albums even if they started working with other people that person became like the uh, maybe the executive producer but they stuck around like if you think about like Snoop and Dr. Dre Pharrell even with um, the clips, or you know, his run with Snoop with Snoop Dogg too. Yeah. Um, Fifty Cent and Dr. Dre, like everybody, kind of yeah. came through with like a producer that gave them a patented the sound. Um. I feel like today, like with the with YouTube and shit like that, and just niggas wanting to get beats everywhere, like niggas don't take the time to to develop that, but like. Talk about that. Like, how did y'all start? Like, how did this come about? Like, how did this... Um, Abdul English or me and Talil? Cause uh, I mean, whatever came first, like, tell tell uh, me the story. Like, feel well, me. Me and Talil,
1: me and Talil go back from, like, second grade. Funny shit. We used to, we used to be in music, we used to be in the music, like, around that time. You know, it's when Get Rich or Die Trying came out and shit. Like... Now, Get Richard or try, Die Try and came out the following year, but we still was in the same school. And that was just my dog. Like, I had to walk that nigga around our first, his first day at the school and shit. He was a cool dude, um, but he transferred or whatever. We didn't see each other again until, like, after high school. And I just started rapping around this time, and I was with a group of dudes. Like, no disrespect to them, but, like, they weren't really doing anything. Like, we would just go to the studio, they would just be drinking, just wasting their time and shit. And, um, I felt as though I was wasting my time because I wasn't getting any better. And these niggas was the niggas that kind of, like, pushed me to rap. Right. Like, so I wasn't really a big fan of rapping. Um, so then I dropped my first song in 2015. But it was just like, I just dropped it just to drop it or whatever. And, Talil heard it, cause I already hit him up about getting beats, and he, he told me
0: he was gonna get back at me. So he was he was already producing like before you he was rapping.
1: Yeah, like he already had Land of the Lords out with the um with the Underachievers. Okay. And I seen that and I'm like nigga Talil Brown I know that nigga this is wild so I just you feel me I looked him up on Twitter and I was just like yo like I, can I buy some beats off you. And. He never got back to me, and this was like 2015. He got back to me later, or whatever. Then when he like he knew that like we knew each other, he's like, "All right, like I got you. Like you don't even gotta pay him." I told him I'll pay him or whatever. Then I dropped my first song, and then he was like, "Yo, we gotta work with each other." I was like, "Oh, well, I don't know. I'm good enough rapper, nigga. This nigga got a song with the underachievers, nigga." So we didn't end up linking until like 2016. And around that time, he was like, yo, you might as well just stop fucking with the niggas you you fucking with and come fuck with me. And this was around the time, you know, he was fucking with uh, Bach and all of them. So I came along and we dropped my first project. It was all right. You know, I had a nice performance
0: at uh, Voltage Lounge. So you talking about two thousand and sixteen? You talking about before uh, "Stay Hungry, Stay Foolish"? You before "Stay Hungry," yeah. Before "Stay Hungry, Stay Foolish." Okay, and, um, I didn't even know. I thought I thought that was your first project.
1: Nah, it was like I had a like because me and Tilo don't talk about it because the mixing and mastering was so trash and shit. Right. But it was like there was like good moments about that project. Like somebody shouted me out from Complex more, from one of the songs, and, that shit. That shit. That shit. and it was like all right, like that ass like off. That first Like Of everything that was going on Around that time When I first started rapping I thought like Bitch I'm probably about to be famous Like next I, year How, type did, shit, how like. did
0: you release that project? Like you put uh, it out I just put it on SoundCloud Like it, it was wasn't, like uh not like Apple Music And shit like that Nah
1: man. It was like really rushed uh it's 2016 Really rushed But because like It was like Mad momentum around it Like I had a, I did this fire ass performance At Voltage And it was like A sold out crowd For Wretch I was just like An opener for Wretch
0: and niggas was yeah. fucking with me, That's like niggas, and it was it was me and Hans at that. I think I seen like pick you, you pictures of you doing that show. I, I think I seen pictures of that shit on Twitter.
1: Yeah, like it was like awesome shit. Like niggas was asking me to dap them up and everything. Niggas <laughs> asked me
0: to take pictures with them afterwards. All this shit, I was like, damn. All right, so I'm learning more about your story. So, what happened after that period? Like, was there, like, a cool-off time, or... Um, what, after my first project? Or just after that performance? After that performance... Just after, like you said, you, you you had built up a lot of momentum.
1: Then, yeah, you know. After I built up a lot of momentum, I dropped my project, but the mixing... Everything was mid about, like, the mixing and mastering. It was like, like alright, the bars was, like, there, but it was like, Bro, I can't listen to this shit. Right, right. I can't listen to this shit. So... Me and Taylor was like, "Fuck, back to the drawing board, nigga." Like, niggas ain't fucking with this shit. Back to the drawing board. So then we dropped Malicious Two.
0: All right now, what, what year is this? Two thousand
1: and seventeen. Okay. Because I dropped the, Well, I dropped the, my first project was Contradiction. I dropped that two thousand and sixteen in December. Then we dropped. Malicious 2 on May 4th, and then when we dropped Malicious 2, niggas was fucking with us again. Niggas was like, oh shit, like, alright, like, okay nigga, what's next? So then, you know, we still trying to cook up shit. Like, we had some shit, but one thing I, I realized about working with Talil, like, we're both... We, we have moments where we disagree. And when we disagree, it's just like, all right, like, what the fuck's next? <laughs> <laughs> so y'all stopped, like, making
0: music or like? No, nah,
1: it was like we just, it was just more so about, like, getting it right. Like, it was, Talil will switch a, a beat for a song about three times. Like, I, I can make a song. Talil like, all right, I don't like this beat now. I think we can make a better beat for it. All right.
0: Right. So you do you gotta do you go back and re record it or do yeah you just I gotta re record it to okay. fit the
1: beat all that shit Word. all
0: of this shit I mean like honestly like listening to uh like just like I listened to uh stay hungry stay foolish like a few times just preparing for you to you know come through and shit and honestly the production like is on another level like the like the sampling and shit like on the song uh. On the song "Stay Hungry, Stay Foolish," that that beat is 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 crazy. The uh, the other one too, uh, was it called "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds"? Yeah, that one. That beat is crazy. Uh, like that
1: one's produced by Talil and
0: uh, Thelonious Martin. Word. Yeah, but like the damn, that's crazy. So you got a record produced by the Lord Barton. I also I
1: have two, but the I have two, but the the second one didn't make the cut <laughs> for uh, for all oh, his no misses, right? Because one of the homies made
0: a better beat for the shit, and it was just like all right. Well, that yeah, beat. The wins. shit about it, like it's like it it pays off, like. For the listener, like, me listening to that project, like, after, like, really getting to know you some more and, like, just listening to it, like, at, now that I'm a little older and shit and, like, hearing the shit you talk about, like, it's a well-put-together project. And uh, I looked at the time, that's just only 20 minutes, but it feels like it's a lot longer. <laughs> like, yeah, um, I was thinking about that, like, I think I can
1: get my point across in a very short period yeah. of
0: time. The, the shit like, alright, we go. I'm am still on the production, but I want to get to like the lyric the lyricism shit too at a point. But the pro- like, even though you saying like, like that might be like a frustration to you and shit. I think that shit is like really what's lacking in music nowadays. It's like a lot of artists don't have that patience to have a producer like tell them like, nah, we gotta get this right. Like niggas just kind of want to go to the studio, make some shit that night, 15 minutes and put it out. Like right. as a producer, like it's hard for me to like want to invest time in the artist because like it's it's like how can I develop a sound with this person like they might not even stick around. You feel me like they might just want a beat from me that I got like but what if I want to make a project with them and then they want to do a whole bunch of other shit and then like we can't develop a sound like right like,
1: and, and that <laughs> that's the little biggest thing like when we do things it's like it, it always could be it could be like i could drop like a couple of songs but he was like the what we do is just better to give it in project form always and i don't i get frustrated when people ask me, I don't get frustrated with Talil no more. Like in the beginning, I did, but like i definitely learned to have patience. But like when niggas ask me about music, like yo, when you dropping music, I'm just like, well, whenever Talil says, like I just like, all I have to say at this point, like cause whenever Talil I mean, you says, you just gotta <laughs> say like whenever it's
0: ready. You don't gotta just be like whenever that <laughs> shit is ready because he gonna he gonna say it's ready when it's ready. But that's that's like that's important, like, I feel like a lot of people don't have that, like, that shit is a blessing, like, a lot of people, they're just going, they're just going off for themselves, and they don't really, you know, you might be a good rapper, like, but you might not understand certain music, musical shit, or you gotta learn it, or, you, you know, you, you gotta producer to teach you, and shit like that, to right. make your shit, to bring out the best in your music, right. rather than if you just put some shit out, and and like yeah, he's saying, like, it it is better in project form, which you do. What some people do isn't better in project form. Like <laughs> like if y'all when you, if you drop a project like with a cohesive sound and like storytelling and driving the point home in twenty minutes, that's 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 that's, that's that shit is perfect, bro. Like, <laughs> like like and a lot of people can't do that shit and they aren't doing it. Like niggas can't niggas could drop projects, but it's it'd be fluff. Like real shit. It'd be it'd be a lot
1: of fluff, and um, that's like no diss to them. It's just like that's just not what I want to do. Right, and um, you know niggas have me, have convos with me about being more consistent. And I'm just like, bro, I work on music all the time. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like I legit work on music right. all the you time. You just might not
0: be releasing it, or like,
1: where like because like for prime example, all hits no misses was supposed to drop, you know. Before COVID popped up. Like, like right when COVID... Yeah, around that time and shit. But... So, like, 20... What was that
0: 2020? Yeah, like, like 2020.
1: but we... You know, I had a poster for it and everything. I was gonna put posters around the town and up and shit. But then, it just was like... Like, the more we listened to it, it was like... Eh, nigga, I can wait. Right. <laughs> like, like, niggas can't even go outside. Like, what's the point, nigga?
0: And in that time, you know... Did you you feel like it, you made it better since that time or like No, I feel like I made I made something that reminded me of like old
1: school Trent my nigga like we talk about how we talk about like how niggas just don't have originality anymore or shit niggas don't stick to anything niggas just go to everything that's new all the time let's say some random nigga drops like some cool little catchy flow that right. niggas love, that's gonna be the new right, shit you right, gonna hear right, right, every nigga rapping right. with, you feel me? And I wanted to just make something that took niggas back to that time where where we from, shit was original. Like, niggas my age and probably a little bit under and older, definitely niggas that are older are gonna be like, right. damn, like, this nigga's talking about shit Talking about just random shit, watching the Gut DVD, like in the town, like that was really some right. shit. Watching
0: the Gut DVD. Do you feel like some shit? I was wondering like a few days ago, like I think I seen some post or some shit. Somebody saying like niggas is trying to copy uh everybody else sound. Like, do you feel like it's a Jersey sound? Do you feel like it's a Trenton sound? Do you feel like your sound is a Jersey sound? Do you feel like you trying to create a Jersey sound? like? Or uh, you, I mean, obviously, I know you just trying to do you. But yeah. Because like, yeah, like, like, I know that's probably about to be your answer. No, uh, like, uh,
1: like, I feel as though, like, when I when I talk to niggas, I want niggas to know, like, I sound like New Jersey. I don't want to just say, like, I sound like Trenton, because I'm not, like, I, I rep Trenton to the fullest. Like, you know, I just said all this shit about Trenton, and it's going... Be weird when I will be like yeah I'm actually like well all my family say I'm from north right. <laughs> so so it's like I, I always viewed it like I'm a, just a nigga
0: from New Jersey right but I mean I, listening to your to your to your project too I mean I feel like you was touching on that like you, you touched on being from north and you talked about the town and your project and you was kind of telling your story right um I know in this song uh is it called Running? Yeah that, I fucked with that shit a lot. You was speaking from like um from like your, your dad perspective. Yeah.
1: And um if anybody would ask me, like, where did I grow up, I'd be like, you know, trend. But it's like, where you where your people's from and everything? North. Right. And like, you know, like I was a nigga. I went to school out in North once upon a time, you know. I went you know, like, it would be, like, funny shit. Like, when niggas post shit on Twitter about nork like, like everyday areas that, like, a- anybody from nork has been at, I've been to all of these areas type shit.
0: Do you feel like you, like, kind of, like... Because, I mean, obviously, I, I I know you still got, like, Newark ties and shit, and you still deal with a lot of people um, out that way or whatever. Do you feel like you kind of... Bridging a gap Or you just like Not even thinking about that You just like
1: Yeah nah I'm not even Like to be honest with you I'm not even thinking about that Like it's like When I'm out there I let niggas like I'm Like yeah Like you know My family out here and shit Like you know Even when my family be like Yo remember where you from And shit I'm like I'm from Trent Like <laughs> But like I'm never gonna take it Like that's where I was born You know Like I spent summers out there Like that's my spot Like My, my family out here And I love going out there The culture is great out there The people are great out there I'm a nigga from New Jersey for sure, one hundred percent. Like if I'm in if I'm in Newark, I'm a you feel
0: me? I'm still home. Right. So a lot of like, all right. So I know you got you got two projects coming. I know you got the veto tape uh, with your man's Hans. Word. Right. And it's crazy that video about to drop like right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean you could throw that shit on. Like I'll edit this shit up. You could, if you want to throw that shit on, you could throw it on. Oh shit! Uh, Wait, damn, yo. We could, yeah, we we get back into Abdul English, but um, but yeah, you wanna we could keep talking about Abdul English, okay? Because I know we just talked about you into little, so the transition into like
1: yeah, Abdul English, it started on some funny shit because we used to have uh Dishonor that used to be like our group, but then Dishonor um disbanded (laughs) because uh. Just peop, certain people wanted to do their own thing. Uh me and Talil still stuck toge- uh, you know, stuck together. We were still making music, but we were still we were just basically going by Tashie and Talil around this time. <laughs> and, not Tachi and Talil, because I'm rude and Talil. And then one day we was playing 2K and it was a one year the nigga's name was AI on 2K, so Talil put Abdul English, and I was like, yo, that's fire. I'm going to put that as my name on Twitter, and then he was like, yo, we should use that as, like, our new group name,
0: <laughs> and... That shit sound, it sound, it sound dope, it sound like some fly shit, like a cool-ass bear or some shit, like, Right. You grab me an Abdul English, like... Right, like, shit just sound cool, so he was like, yeah, we're going to run with it, and
1: then, like, the first person we added was Miguel because um, I met Miguel over, like, he, we, we, we met each other on Twitter, and we, he'd just be sending me his, he said he fucked with my music, and he'd just be sending me his beats. I'm like, damn, this nigga, he made, like, his shit was unorthodox, but it still was just fire, and then I met him at the first Juneteenth picnic out in um, Jersey City, And I just walked up to him and was like, yo, you make fire-ass beats. And then, you know, he just kept sending me his beats. And then, like, sometime around last year, me and Talil just hit. I hit up Talil and was like, yo, we should add Miguel to the group. And Talil was like, yeah. And, um, you know, we just hit hit him up and made it official. And, um. We have uh two other members that aren't like musicians. My boy Q, um, Q that um helps me with uh the Parkway brand and uh, Yuri is uh also a member. Abdul English is not. I I want people. It's a community. I want people to know that. Like it's really more about a, a community that something we're trying to build with like family. Like that's all it really is. It's like. When you see Abdul Engus, it's like it, it's really bigger than music. It's like just a
0: whole bunch of people just doing really cool shit under one umbrella. Word, that's just South Fly, and you definitely got like a lot of talented people involved. So like, just keep that shit. Keep y'all like keep it pure, and y'all y'all shit y'all bound for good things. Like I said, you got as far as. Yes, the production go. You got all the right pieces, as far as uh the brand goes. You know, Q is doing his thing. Yeah, it's like I don't know which way to go. Like I don't know. Like should we talk about should talk about the Vino shit? Um. Yeah. Well, Vino. um,
1: Some four tracks. Well, I want to go back. Um, Hans, my friend Hans. He started fucking with me when I first started doing music, like around two thousand and sixteen. Word. Um, I had a performance and Yeah, you he said he was there.
0: at he was at the performance that you were talking about, right? Yeah, and he
1: was at no and not at we performed together at that one. Word. That's when we had a song together and everything. Um, for the for the one I'm talking about, it was um, just, like, some, well, <laughs> Nah, it's cool. It was just a quiet-ass performance. Like, I mean, it was dead. It was dead, bro. It was, <laughs> but, like, we both was fucking with each other's music. So he was like, yeah, we got to do something together. Is he a member of, like, Abdul English, too? Oh, yes. Hans is definitely a member of Abdul English. I don't want this to come out and that nigga be like, yo, I thought I was a member Because <laughs> he always get, be funny about it. But, um, yeah, Hans is definitely a member of Abdul English. Um... You just fuck with my music. And around that time, I was confused because I thought I was mid. Like, now I just look at it like, you know, it took some time for me to get better. But Hans was always fire to me. Like, his first project was fire. Like, his last two projects, he just dropped fire. Vino, his verses on Vino are amazing. Um, he's just a great dude. Um, and. I never really understood why he you, you fucked with my music <laughs> around that time. So we uh, made a song together called Pronto, and that's also on my first project. And um, we performed it that night at that uh, the Red Show, and niggas wowed out when we performed that shit. And um, it was just a dope moment. And we talked about doing something again together, but... He took, he took a little hiatus and then I dropped Stay Hungry, Stay Foolish. She was also there for like my, my release party for that shit. He came back last year. No, he came back in like 2020. He dropped two projects. And then he's just been killing it. Bro's really been killing it. Okay. and. Amazing to see because he's like my. I know he's gonna be like one of the first nigga out of all these niggas, all of us that's doing it. He's gonna be one of the first niggas to make it.
0: He's from Jersey, too.
1: Yes, yes. Um, I forget the name of the the part of Jersey he's from because it's a weird ass name, but um, no, bro's dope, like North Jersey or like, yeah, it's like somewhere, some weird ass part of North Jersey, but (laughs) bro's dope. So he hit me up. I want to say. 2020, like yeah, late 2020, and he hit me up about doing a project together, and around that time, you know, I wasn't really doing shit, <laughs> like, I'm not gonna do a lot of you, like, stay, uh, wait, not stay hungry, stay foolish, uh, um, all hits, no misses, all hits, no misses, hit, yeah, all hits, no
0: misses was kinda in the tuck, mm-hmm. so we are like, alright, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, cause you said doing that, doing that. Wave you decided not to put out all hits, no misses, so yeah. you started working on the Vino project. Yeah, so yeah, Hans hit me up about it and we is, had a studio session. Is that produced by like Abdul English as well? Like who who produced on uh, Vino? Uh Vino's produced by uh
1: Vizzy, Visual Prime. Weird, okay. Visual Prime's type
0: yeah. Vizzy Um, Yeah, I I think I I follow Vizzy on uh, the Gram and Twitter and shit. He's dope. He sent me like a couple beats before, like, emails and shit. It's just just dope. Yeah, Vizzy's definitely dope. Vizzy has, like, two beats on there.
1: Um, My homie Scoop1. Okay. He has a beat on there as well. And... Well, yeah, shout out Scoop1. He's from from, uh, the Bronx. Scoop1... Has a, a beat on like most of my projects by the way, yeah. on, Yes. dope ass nigga.
0: Uh. See that's what I'm saying though. You respect the producer. Like a lot of niggas, it's not coming like that. Like they, they just look at the producer like see a nigga like give me beats. But you developing a real connection with your producers. So where like you feel me? You got your, you you don't you don't really have to go looking for no other producers like nah
1: definitely not um I'm a very in house person when it comes to production um I like the sound me and my homies created together um yeah that's real special um and our homie Flair he has a beat on there um this is like some co-production in there my homie Miguel um he got some co-production on the first song miguel's different though miguel's different me and miguel have a project we're working on um right. executive produced by talo
0: that's like something we got planned for like 2023. Okay. what was the process like recording vino like like how long did it take you guys like did you guys like yeah where'd y'all recorded that like oh um, like yeah what was that process like well the first recording session we
1: did at the Audio Max studio.
0: Word, and where is that? That's in like New York or yeah, something? Yeah, it's like?
1: in New York. And it's crazy because technically the first song we did is not even a song that we used. Right. And then the second time we recorded we recorded at um, Hans's crib. And then we also recorded at Talil's crib. Um, it was fun though. The whole process. We drank mad wine. <laughs> we drank mad wine. Like it didn't really take us long. Like it just took long for it to come out because uh, the the video took so long. And it's crazy because the video dropped right now, and I'm supposed to be promoting it, but I'm doing this, which is fire. Yeah,
0: I mean, yo, if you want, you could you could take a break and watch the video. Oh yeah, we you could can do that. And get your, your tweets off, and we could talk about the video. <laughs> Bet. Cause I yeah I want to I want to see this shit.
1: I'm on it right now. Cause I mean, is it, it's is like
0: is it, it is it on YouTube yet? Yeah. All right, I'll just put it up on YouTube. my head another mode, yeah, I'm drowning in this vino, fuck it, make another toast, feel the stroke up in the stomach, she envisioned keeping close, she ain't gotta say she love it, I can see it in a toast, I could probably change a chain, just from all my pocket change, got your nigga calling you, like, say my name, say my name, who you know gon' lie for you, who you know gon' be my muse, if I give you love below, then I might bring the she gon' bless me with some face Fuck I'm tryna fight the feel Fuck it, one hand hold her hair while the other hold her grills This ain't dick you used to gotta talk you do it Shorty speaking Creole While I'm in mean it she might make me fluent
1: These hoes catch that holy ghost when I hit that choking stroke. Leon Phelps, the ladies' man. Michael Phelps, when I swim in. This ain't love and we ain't friends, but for tonight we could pretend. When we fuck, you feel the rush. Waterfalls and falls, settles. Baby, this exclusive flesh. I'm a player to the death. Dick, gon' make you lose your breath. Got her dripping on my sheets, main nigga got her on the lease But she still making time for me when he with her is four feet She sucking, fuck me for the freak. He take her on shopping sprees, but she know where she wanna be She hit me when she need a nut She know she my favorite slut she, she, she open legs, I'm touching guts